of us will reach a crossroads in life, a decision that has to be made. Some can be small and insignificant. Others seem like they could shape the course of our entire lives. How can we know the will of God? How can we correctly choose the path He has set out for us? And what if we make the wrong decision? We spend sleepless nights and days filled with anxiety when we place these burdens upon ourselves. Often we become isolated, feeling completely alone in finding the right answer. Sometimes we're tempted to rush into a decision. Other times we'd rather delay indefinitely. But for those who call him Father, for those who believe in the power of his name, he provides everything we need to follow his will. He gives us his word as a compass and inspiration. Those who live according to scripture will always follow in his footsteps. He blesses us with wise counsel through his church and the leaders he has set in place. He hears our every prayer, granting peace and wisdom to those who ask. His very spirit dwells in us, a still small voice that guides from within our hearts. And in his perfect timing, he will open doors. He will clear the way forward. And no matter the path you choose, you are never alone. He will walk beside you and enfold you with his love from now until the end of eternity. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Welcome to the journey. This is the third journey for the Easter season, and we're thinking about what it means to be open to Jesus and to those around us in our daily lives. I invite you to join me in a prayer. Dear God, I open my mind and heart to your spirit now, Lord. Reveal your wisdom in me that I might live the life you intend for me to live. Establish a path before me that I can understand and follow. I follow as you lead. Amen. Tonight's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 33 through 48. If you have your Bible handy, you can turn to that now. That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified 
and thought that they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, why are you frightened? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see. For a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. He said to them, have you anything here to eat? Then he gave him, they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
about ways we can be open to Jesus and to others. And tonight's topic is open mind. So now's the time to get ready your map for the journey. And we're going to set a goal for the week and we're going to make a plan. Yeah. And these encounters with Jesus after the resurrection um, are so relevant to us today. The way Jesus interacted, calmed, and helped the disciples then speaks to what Jesus does for us now. So tonight, as we discuss the encounter, let's look at what we can learn. Right. So the scripture that we read earlier begins with the disciples in a state of fear. In fact, they were terrified. Yeah. And I think this idea of fear, haven't we all been there Like there have been times in our lives, maybe we're deep in sin. Maybe we've strayed a little bit. We're getting off our path and we're afraid to encounter Jesus. Right. Maybe afraid to turn back to Jesus after a lapse in faith. And we don't want to see Jesus when we're having these thoughts and these doubts and these worries. And when we're going through this, we're not proud of ourselves. No, absolutely not. But Jesus's words in the scripture are so relevant when he just says, why are you frightened? Why do doubts rise in your heart? And we have no reason to be afraid because of the resurrection. Our price has been paid. There's no such thing as you, you can't go back. Right. You can't turn back to God. This is your last chance. Right. There, that's not the way it is with Jesus. Yeah. And just like Jesus was there for the disciples and they had no need to fear He's here with us, and we have no need to fear. Right, so on top of fear, I think the scripture speaks a little bit um, to the idea of disbelief. Right, so yes, it said while, while, they were in, while they were in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. And once again, just like fear, I, I think we've all felt that. Right. We've all wondered and questioned and wondered why. And wait a minute, this doesn't add up. And how did this happen? Right. And wait, is that really how that scripture is to be interpreted? Or am I hearing it differently than other people? And especially us doing this, we are absolutely not theologians. We have to do a lot of studying. And, you know, there are things we just don't know and we wonder about. And so... When the disciples had this doubt, didn't believe when he appeared, um, Jesus didn't get angry. Right. He didn't fuss at them. He didn't raise his voice. He didn't say, how dare you not believe after all we've been through together. He just showed them. Right. And he spoke calmly and he asked them for something to eat. And that's just very telling that we serve this mighty teacher And it's comforting to know that when we need it the most, Jesus and that calming force will be there when we need him. And the words and the people and the evidence. And somehow we'll have the proof that we need. Yeah, but it only takes the faith the size of a mustard seed, Mm -hmm. right? And it is comforting to see, almost to see the disciples in this place of fear and disbelief. Just, I guess because it... It reassures us. We know if the disciples can feel this way, then, you know, it's okay if we do too. Right. And the way Jesus interacted with them through that is just so telling of what a great teacher that Jesus was. So fear, disbelief, but also 
probably my favorite part of this scripture is the open mind part. Yeah, the title of tonight's lesson, yeah, open mind. In their fear, in their doubt, in their disbelief, Jesus opened their minds to the scriptures. So how do we open our minds to the scriptures, open our minds to Jesus and to those around us? Well, first of all, we can't. We can't on we can't on our own anyway. It, it, we're gonna need some help, right? So we have to turn to God. We have to. We're gonna have to put in a little bit of work. And you know, this is funny because this this works with our youth. Every time I ask them, you know, how can we do this? How can we accomplish this? They always get the answer right because it's it's the three things: uh, prayer. Reading scripture and participating in worship, so they can or youth can not even pay attention. How are we going to do this, guys? How are we going to do this? And I'll hear prayer, worship, yeah, scripture. Yeah. So, but that's going to work anytime. You can plug that in to anything, any, any trouble that you're having, and, and know that you can go to God in prayer, in reading scripture, and in participating in worship, and that's going to get us there. Yeah, simple. Yeah, so simple, right? Um. When we need help, we we just have to turn to Jesus, and we have to remember mm-hmm. we're the disciples now. This is this is our job now to right. be the disciples right. and go out and spread Jesus yeah. through the world. We have taken on that mission, so it's our responsibility now to know the scriptures, to share them with others, to read the Bible, to find a Bible study, a devotional. Dive into God's Word. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for ways to open your mind, dive into God's Word. If you need support, we can Mm -hmm. help. Right. Or someone here can help. We're no experts. (laughs) Um, And comforting again that in their disbelief that we can all be assured that no matter what, where we are, where we are in our walk, Whatever disbelief we're in, whatever sin, if we're straying, whatever it is, um, Jesus comes to us and will provide us with what we need or who we need. Right. Yeah. So, so what, yeah, once we're, so we're able to do that. Once we're able to do that, open our mind to Jesus. This is where we can then turn around and be able to open our minds to others around us, to others in our community. And, and this doesn't mean that we always have to agree with everyone, um, but we can. We can assume the best. We can assume the best in those around us and try to understand where they're coming from. And who knows, we might even learn something along the way. Right. And just, it has to be about faith. You won't always see it. You won't always hear it. You won't always know it. But we just have to be a people of faith. Right. And um, so this week, we pray that you will open your mind to Jesus Open your mind to what's in store for you. Open your mind to your calling, whatever it is you're being nudged to do. Um, Don't be short-sighted of anything because Christ can do amazing things in you and through you. You just have to be open. That's right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight, and we will see you back next week.